As things change at a rather high rate of speed with regards to COVID-19, we are here to keep you as covered as we can and as informed as we can. Remember, be informed, be prepared, and right now try not to think too far into the future. We have heard from the federal government, recommendation there, non-essential travel, don't do it. Don't do it. That was the recommendation from the federal government. The other thing that we've learned from them is that they are sending rapid tests to the provinces and territories. Then we just heard from the premier of the province and the deputy premier and health minister and the chief medical officer of health, and some of the main takeaways are that third doses are going to be available for those 18 and over, so 18 to 49 who haven't been eligible yet, as of Monday. And we have also, and this is one that we're, we're still checking into to make sure we have it right, we're also being told that you can get a third dose after, or three months after your second dose, when it used to be six months after your second dose. Quite a few other things were mentioned, but we've heard from the federal level, we have heard from the provincial level, now let's hear from the local level. Bring it right in to our home stratosphere. Joining us is the Acting Medical Officer of Health with the Middlesex London Health Unit, Dr. Alex Summers. Dr. Summers, thanks for making time for us today. Glad to be with you. Hello. Let's kind of dig into some of these things, some of the things that everybody is wondering about. So let's begin with that third dose. We've heard from the province that eligibility will be opened up as of Monday at 8 a.m., essentially to anybody 18 and over. Where do we sign up? Where do we go? Let's start with that. Sure. Yes, the province announced this afternoon that uh, 18 and older will be eligible for that third dose come Monday. One thing I want to highlight is that with the approaching Omicron wave that's already here and is only going to grow, we really need to focus vaccination for those over the age of 50 who are most likely to end up in hospitals. So regardless of that change to eligibility on Monday, the the focus will be getting as many people done 50 and older over the next uh, short number of weeks. There is only so much capacity in the system to vaccinate people. And so uh, for those who are between 18 and 49, yes, you'll be eligible on Monday. However, you may find many of those appointments are taken up by those over the age of 50, which is exactly what we need to protect our health system. In terms of people that are looking to book, you can book at a mass vaccination clinic at covidvaccinelm.ca or the pharmacies in our region are also providing lots of vaccines. So make sure you check them out if you're finding that you're not able to find an appointment at the mass vaccination clinics. Okay, so let's let's get back to the eligibility and the fact that 18 and over is eligible. Is there going to be something on COVID vaccine LM that makes it easier for those who are 50 and over to get those spots? Or is this more of a request for anyone who, say, is is in kind of that, that other age group that they wait a little while longer to essentially make room for more people who are 50 and over? Our ask is that if you are 50 and older, that you uh, uh, make sure you go and try to book an appointment between now and Sunday night. Um, We are going to be adding as many appointments as we can in the next four weeks between now and Sunday. So if you're 50 plus, make sure you get in and get yourself an appointment um, as soon as possible so that we can get you in 
and make sure that you uh, are vaccinated earlier than later. So that's my recommendation for those 50 plus. Okay, we're talking with the Acting Medical Officer of Health with the Middlesex London Health Unit, Dr. Alex Summers. Is there any consideration right now to expanding vaccine capacity now that we have this eligibility change, or is this kind of being sprung on you too? Yeah, there unfortunately is not enough vaccination capacity across the province to do everybody 18 plus in the next short while. It just doesn't exist anywhere in the province. Um, we are expanding capacity in a regional level as much as we can. And you heard those announcements that Earl Nichols will be opening up again in January. Uh, Mount Bridges will be expanding the number of days it's operating. We'll be expanding opportunities at Agriplex as much as we can. But there's lots of operational limitations right now to scaling up this quickly. So, again, uh, everybody's doing the most that they can. Uh, but I, I, in terms of making sure everybody's expectations are clear, the entire province won't be able to to, to turn on a dime the way that uh, this is unfolding. Right. Is that one of the reasons why this was originally a January 4th rollout, to give the time to get up to capacity and, and open up more opportunities to be vaccinated? Yeah, I, I would imagine that was at the core of that decision at the time, uh, in addition to ensuring that those 50-plus had an opportunity to get in and get their appointments. Right. So we have to stress, between now and Sunday night, if you have not booked an appointment and if you are in that age range of 50 and over, get that appointment done because we all know when it opens up, it's going to be a whole lot tougher because you've got a lot more people trying to get through the door. Uh, how about the, the Oak Ridge testing site? Is there any talk about that? Yeah, so certainly at the health unit, we don't oversee the testing capacity. We're aware, obviously, that uh, access to tests is feeling very tight right now. Um, our partners at Ontario Health, which oversees things like testing capacity through our partners at London Health Sciences Centre, um, I believe they are looking at ways to expand testing capacity. Um, I have no details on that, but certainly we've flagged and heard from others that this is a challenge and we've, we've raised that issue to them. All right. Just got a note saying that the soonest online for someone who is in the 50 and over age group is January 5th. Does that, yeah. that sound about right? It does. And, and again, we'll be aiming to add um, more appointments each and every day. So we're, again, aiming to add more appointments. But again, there is unfortunately, because of the pace at which this is coming down the line, only so much capacity that us as a health unit can do. But, right. again, that's a challenge across the province right now. Uh, we continue to try and add as many appointments as we can. Um, but we do recognize, I'm sure that's a fairly accurate position where somebody's saying, I can't get in until January. Yep, we'll try and add some more. I would also remind people, call your family doc, see if they're vaccinating, and call your local pharmacy as well. We are talking with Dr. Alex Summers, Acting Medical Officer of Health with the Middlesex London Health Unit. Thanks for answering all of these questions. All right, I, I would like to move on to something else that I'm pretty sure I heard, and it seems to be what is now in place, but the Premier talking about the wait between the second dose and the third dose of a vaccine. It was six months. Now that would be moved to three months. Is Did I hear that right? Yeah, so this is, you know, breaking news for us as well. Um, and yes, I understand that to be the case. Um, so it, it again, indicating that uh, the 
importance of the booster in Omicron is is obviously critical, and I think that's where that decision has come from. Again, I will highlight that the rate-limiting factor here is across the province, be it pharmacy, family doctors, hospitals, public health units, the capacity to deliver that vaccine at that interval is a constraint. So it is moved to three months, uh, but again, folks, it's it's really going to be finding a spot right now given the constraints that we're facing. Dr. Summers, we're at a point now when it's not just get whatever vaccine is available as it was when, let's say, we were going through things last March when vaccines were first becoming available. There will be the, would you like a Pfizer? Would you like a Moderna? Would you like this? Would you like that? Do you have any recommendations as to what someone should do if they had a Pfizer the first time? Do they ask for a Moderna if they had AstraZeneca originally and now have a chance to get the entire Neapolitan flavors of chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry? Do they do that? Neapolitan is one of my favorite ice creams, so you've hit the nail on the head with that. But um, from a from a, a recommendation perspective, uh, no, whatever vaccine is available, take it. Um, there's really no preferred choice um, in my mind at this point around which vaccine you should take. Um, I think lots of folks, if you've had the same vaccine all the way along, obviously nice to have the full set just from a simplicity perspective. I will note um, some of the pharmacies may only have one of the types of vaccine. Again, whatever is available, go ahead and take it. It is immaterial with regards to the type of protection you're going to get from what we understand at this point. Certainly. And just one last thing, Dr. Summers, and that being in schools right now, we obviously have school boards saying, be ready, be prepared, bring home your stuff just in case. But we've seen outbreaks like the one at St. Andre Bissette that has asked everybody in the school to be tested. Correct. Yeah. What we are seeing at St. Andre Bissette is the impact, we believe, of the Omicron strain and how quickly it transmits. Those case numbers climbed very rapidly at, at St. Andre Bassett, and as a result, um, it's moving so quickly. We're asking everybody to quarantine and get tested so that we can try and contain additional spread. This Omicron variant is highly infectious. It, it appears to be two to three times as transmissible as the Delta variant and is moving rapidly through other countries in the world and certainly here in Middlesex, London and across the province. Um, so it is necessary that we have to really emphasize that the Omicron wave is here. We aren't going to be able to vaccinate our way out of it. It is around taking additional measures to limit your close contacts right now to minimize how quickly it's going to transmit. Do you look at London as being a, a big part, a, like almost an epicenter of anything just yet? Or are we kind of, you know, looking like some of the other centers in the province? We're looking at, like some of the other centers across the province, when we look at the, uh, in, the rate of increasing cases across the province, we're on the same trajectory as uh, our neighbours at Wellington, Dufferin, Guelph, Hamilton, other parts of the province, including the GTA. So we are consistently moving. Uh, the entire province is on that upward trajectory, unfortunately. All right, Dr. Summers, one more question has come in. Should be a quick one, though. How soon after a flu shot can you get a booster? Does it matter? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, to, uh, as soon as as soon as you can. Okay, Doctor Summers, thank you for answering all of these questions. We appreciate the time, and please keep safe. Uh, you as well. It's always a pleasure to be with you. We'll talk soon. For sure. That's Doctor Alex Summers.